Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. We are joined by someone we have had the privilege of hearing from already, and she is back. We have Alicia Patterson with us, and if you remember from last time, she talked about the nervous system and how intertwined our pelvic region is, specifically our cervix, is to our brain and many parts of our body, and I, I'm blown away. So she has more goodies helping us to further our healing. So we have a better understanding of our body and how crucial it is to release and, and honor and respect where we are in our journey and also not to neglect the necessity of the physical aspect, the, the cellular levels that need to also experience that release. So Alicia, thank you so much again for being with us. Thank you. Yeah. So um, the last episode, I gave a little intro to my journey and my own experience of pelvic trauma and being assaulted and how that affected my body and my brain. You know, it was when I was 23 And we know that the brain is not done developing until at least 25. So there's, you know, developmental experiences, really incredible to start to look at our whole history, whether it's childhood or teenage years or early 20s. And um, having an experience as a child is different than having an experience as a 40-year-old adult, for example. So my topic for today is body armor and body armor is something that absolutely shows up with working with trauma you know trauma lands in the body that's what we're seeing with all of the research and these innovative newer speakers the last 10 to 20 years the psychology and i think the healing world has always really understood that the body's part of it but it's being more and more accepted because of the research that is proving that our body impacts our brain and our personality and our relationships and all of these things. So body armor is a term that gets widely used. There's a lot of different ways that people talk about it. So the way that I'm explaining it is like my version and body armor is something that can happen throughout our whole system. It can show up in our muscles It can show up in our nerve pathways. It can show up in our organs. It's not just something that like only happens in one area. It it happens in our blood vessels and our immune pathways. 
So, you know, I think of disease, dis-ease as a blockage or a, some kind of inflammation pattern that's either constricting or inflaming and making too quick some kind of physiological body pathway pattern. And the process of unwinding body armor is, for me, it's like, life. You know, every time I think I'm at a new place and I'm like, wow, then something else comes to me. So I think of it as a lifelong journey. And there have been many, many phases of me unwinding and working with my own bodily armor patterns. So I think of body armor existing on a spectrum. And if on one end of the spectrum is numbness or frozen or like um, very disconnected, kind of shut down. The way extreme, even more extreme than that, is dissociation, which is where people describe that they're like sitting in a corner watching something happen to themselves, right? Like they are way kind of out of their body. So once we come into some kind of connection from the body, or with the body from that place, sometimes we feel numb. We feel frozen. We feel shut down. It's like, I don't know what I feel. I hear that a lot. Like, I know that you're touching me. I know that something's happening, but I don't know. And that can be hard to sit with. It can be boring. You know, it's like, why would I want to just hang out? <laughs> like, I'd rather do something else or think about something else or spin my wheels in my head and just like keep telling myself these stories. It can also be disturbing. It's like, it can be strange to feel like I know that I'm touching myself or I know that someone is touching me and I can't feel it. And that can be painful. But if we sit with that, if we apply warm, loving contact, I think of it like frozenness is like an ice cube. If an ice cube or a really clenched tight fist is like just holding and like, you know, won't let go. And we put a warm hand, loving, curious, compassionate presence. We're not digging. It's not like you need to change. And we're also not abandoning and just saying, well, forget it then. Like, I'm out of here. So we give warm presence and that tissue, whether it's a nerve or a blood vessel or a muscle or an organ or whatever it is, it will usually start to open up and sometimes it takes time and sometimes it takes just a couple minutes. It starts to open up and it's like a hand, like starting to stretch itself instead of being in that tight fist. And when that melting happens and our tissues start to open, sometimes it turns into pain. It's burning, it's tight, it's tense, it's uncomfortable. And that, again, is hard to sit with. The, the usual reaction is like, I don't want to feel that. Like, I don't like that, right? It's like, I'd rather not feel pain, so I'm going to not go there. And I had that experience with my cervical work that I talked about in the last episode. So I had numbness and scar tissue. I started to wake up that numbness. It started to melt. And then I had pretty intense pain for a while, but you know, I worked with it and I made sure I didn't go over my threshold and I did a lot to take care of my body so that it could start to soften and melt without being 
like re-traumatizing to me. Alicia, yes. what type of pain? Oh gosh, lots of like, um, it felt like burning for a little while. It felt inflamed. It felt really achy. It felt um, sharp in the beginning. It felt like this like sharp, not stabbing, but like a, like throbbing, achy, like sharp and then dull. So, and I felt it all on the right side of my body because that's where I had that procedure. So I felt that signal in my cervix directly on it. And I also felt it through the right side of my pelvis and up my belly. Wow. It's really wild. So, but you know, I just emotional pain as well. Well, that's what I was going to say that the next stage, so it's kind of a progression and it's not always like this, but it often does look like this where it's numb, frozen, pain, tension, burning, aching, whatever. And some people don't have frozenness. They just come in with a lot of tension and pain. Once we sit with the tension or the pain, we breathe with it. We don't push it away. We don't say, I'm bad, I'm broken, whatever people say to themselves. And we also don't abandon. We just give that loving, permissive presence. A lot of times, emotion will come after that. Tears, rage, anger, grief, sadness, guilt, a lot of shame often will come up around this area of the body. The medicine for shame is honor. You know, my thing is we do not shame ourselves. We honor that this is hard and we've been through something and we love ourselves and we give ourselves permission to be on the healing journey. Once we express that emotion, we let it move Usually from there, the tissue and the body feels relief. And we start to feel this vitality, warm, tingly, pulsing, maybe pleasurable, love, bliss, ecstasy. You know, that's where um, healing orgasm and bliss and ecstatic expression through the body starts to happen. And I wish that we got to just come in with pain or numbness and just skip right over to love and vitality mm-hmm. but we have to go through the process and that can happen on many many different levels and it can be through many cycles you know i had many sessions with myself and with a practitioner around my cervix before i got to that full pleasurable vitality feeling you know i had to, had to work it for months of this like I feel like it feels good and then I feel a little pain and then I feel a little frozen quality and I let that melt and then I'm crying tears of relief and then I feel a little achy again you know we kind of do this like back and forth thing for a while it's just how the human body works right so that body armor spectrum from numb or frozen to pain to emotion, to vital. I really think of that as one of the most holistic forms of trauma healing work. You know, I think of trauma as something that impacts the vitality of our body or our spirit. And I mean, I really feel like I work with the soul through the body. 
And trauma is just a conditioning pattern that kind of covers the soul. Mm. It's not something that steals our soul or breaks us. Like, I believe that that power of who we are is always there. And sometimes there's many, many, many layers. There's thick covering. I sure had my own, like, I thought I was done with this. And, you know, how many times can this come up and all that stuff? So it's, um, there are so many patterns that get to be worked with and there's superficial and then there's deep and then there's in the middle. You know, if you think of our skin, like our skin is our outermost layer and then our organs are our deepest layer. They're protected by our muscles. They're protected by our skin, our blood, our nerves. This is what makes up our experience of our body and our tissue. And it really impacts the clear shining of our essence of our soul or whatever people want to call that for themselves. Yes. That is so that's, beautiful. That's my body armor explanation. I, oh, thank you. I love that. Um, and that was so beautifully said about the trauma and the layers. And I think it's so easy for us when we've had something really, really difficult happen, that we focus on how difficult it was. Right. And who was involved. Right. And how it affected. And just all of that is what the focus is. But it's only a little portion of our experience here, this human right. existence. It's right. just one layer. And then what are we going to do with it? Right. right? Absolutely. That's the, um, you know, the psychology world really works with that about like, you know, people get very attached and identify with an experience. And it's like, that's who I am. Or, you know, I'm just carrying this around with me all the time now. And that's valid. You know, people feel like the energy of that person or that event or that accident or whatever it is, is it's in me. And the reality is that yes, in some ways it is in us and it's our, it's our right and our empowering option. If we have the resources to say, and this is my journey and how am I going to acknowledge what happened to me and take my healing into my own hands because nobody is going to do that for us. And that was my experience. You know, I was outwardly you know I was mad and I was like you know I can't believe that and and that's valid and that's important but the next process for me that was the most empowering and the most transformative for me and my body and my mind and my personality was to say what am I going to do about this right. he's not going to do anything it's like pretty sure nothing is coming from over there so what am I going to do here I'm going to start to give myself access to this healing experience yeah. and, you know, money, right? It's money, it's time, it's energy. Mm -hmm. And it's the best decisions I've ever made to let myself go in that direction and give that to myself. And so many people don't have access to that. Right, right. And back to body armor, as you were describing the process, what do you say to someone who they start, and it's just too hard. Have you had clients that they just, they don't want to hunker down and, and continue? 
What do you say? Oh, absolutely. Handle it. Yeah. You know, I take, so I put my hands on people's bodies, you know, I touch vulvas. I touch the inside of people's bodies, but that is, that's the most intense that you can get. It's like touching an organ. There's no other organ that we can touch except the rectum anally. It's like every other organ, we can't touch it unless we have surgery. Mm-hmm. So it is incredibly intimate and um, it's hard to put words to like how incredibly healing or disruptive it can be to someone's system. So I make really, you know, I'm so careful about having an incredible consent process and explaining to people like, this is how it's going to be. Do you feel ready for that? How do you feel about that? If someone's not ready for that, there's no pressure. It's like, Work with the outside of the body first. Put your hands on your lower belly before you think of going inside. Um, Put your hands on your heart. And if there's a lot of numbness and someone's not connected, they probably need a more gentle bodywork modality for a while. Like someone who does massage, who does know about trauma or like cranial sacral work. You know, it's this helping the body reawaken to the senses if someone is completely numb, going right inside their body is probably going to be too much. So there's always this spectrum of, um, you know, when is someone ready? Like I said, I heard about internal work and my response was like, I would never do that. You know, this was many, many years ago. I heard about it and I was like, I had all this shame and I was like, no, you know, I would never. And Then years later, I was like, wait, what? And I started to have someone explain it to me. And she was talking about unwinding the nerves and that there's consent and there's absolute, um, like we're really taking care that we're not pushing someone's boundaries. And I was like, I think I'm ready for that. And, And then when I got into it, it was so intense. And I was like, I thought I was ready for this. And now this is like bringing me this whole new layer that um, I don't know if I was really officially prepared, but I tend to be a person who's like, I'm going to get into this and see what this is like. And, um, but you know, that's why I do the way that I, my modality and the way that I do work with people is slow and steady and not invasive and, you know, allowing the body to welcome loving contact instead of being like, I'm going to get in there, you know, that kind of energy is, it's not helpful for most people that are healing from trauma. It it doesn't feel supportive to have that kind of aggressive approach for most people. Right. And they themselves already, or I should say, we often don't give ourselves grace when it counts and so it is a process for everybody well thank you so much this has been very valuable again wow what a that is quite a treacherous journey so definitely if you want to go the next level then um this is a great a great way wow yeah Absolutely. You know, there's so many more gentle modalities. Like I'm a body-based psychology 
person. I do counseling work. I don't only do body work. And so I do EMDR with people. And EMDR is a trauma modality that works with the body. And that's, there's so many gentle ways, you know, it doesn't have to be this like more intensive internal process. I'm kind of oriented towards efficiency. So I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to go there. And it was painful in some ways. And it was also so worth it. And then lots of people, they don't have as much as I had, you know, maybe they had a really empowering experience around their relationship and their sexuality, and then they give birth and their body is really having a hard time after giving birth. But that's a different experience than being assaulted when you're young. So, you know, some people have two sessions and they're like, that was amazing and I'm complete. Uh, You know, I did years because I wanted to be a practitioner and I wanted to learn all the things and I had quite a bit of stuff to work through. But it's it's such a varied experience and it really depends on someone's history. You know, someone who's had 10 surgeries, who has had a traumatic history, that's going to be different than someone who's had one scar as an adult and they're having a session two months later. You know, it's like, it's just different. The way that we work through this is so personal and so unique. And, um, you know, it's just, it's such a personal journey and it looks different for everyone. And there are phenomenon that happen that I'm going to talk about in the next episode about the layers of the pelvis and the, what, like the trends that we see. And that is some of the most exciting kind of fascinating part of all of this. Wow. Thank you. I'm excited. This is so great. And so we get to have you again, which is awesome. So for people listening today and who missed the first one where Alicia talked about the nervous system, be sure to go back and listen to it and then watch for the next one coming up. And so how can people get a hold of you? Will you tell us real quick? Yep. My website is Alicia N. Patterson. So it's Alicia N. as in Nancy, patterson.com. And there's a lot of information on my website and my social media is um, inner, your inner power. So it's your inner power with Alicia Patterson is my Facebook page. And then my Instagram is inner power Alicia. And I have videos and anatomy photos. Um, that's my styles, you know, the anatomical proof of all the energy and spiritual stuff you can't argue with anatomy which i love so i share quite a bit on social media and then if you want more information about the details of working with me my website is a better place for that okay wonderful thank you so much i learned so much again and i can't wait to get to know you more and i'd love an opportunity to work with you too so absolutely thank you so much I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. 
please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you, for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.